Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Uh, it's a beautiful Monday morning after the launch of the WSX World Championship. We've got Alex Ray, Chase Curtis, myself in the office here in Menifee, and uh, Mike Antonovich on the phone. <clears throat> World Traveler, how was the uh, how was the whole adventure? You said it was platinum double star experience or something like that. Well, yeah, that's because uh, my Sky Miles hit it this weekend, so now I got the upgrades. For oh, good. Now, okay, that's what that was. I thought good. I, I, you just had an amazing time. <laughs> I had an amazing time, um, but also, is it Monday or Tuesday? Because I'm kind of screwy right now, too. I thought we were just running with it. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were trying to, like, punk everyone. Yeah, I was, I was like, oh, God, oh, God, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. Um, it was good. I know that there's a lot of discussion about it. Uh, everywhere you look right now and that's all good but as one of the people that was there it was what I expected it to be you know was there some things that could be roughed out around the corners and all that and buffed away for sure but they know that going forward um, yeah it was it was a good time I think that a lot of people even participants that were going there that were a little like oh how's this going to go left pretty happy with what it was and excited for next week in Australia mm-hmm. so uh <laughs> How were the fans? I mean, was was it a packed stadium? They what they say? They claimed forty thousand. They claimed forty thousand on the broadcast. Yeah, yeah. I heard between like thirty-seven to forty thousand. And like, okay, so first thing, like right off the rip, that I know a bunch of people are going to be like, well, it couldn't be that many people because they have the whole lower blow bowl blocked off. Right. You don't want those seats at at that stadium. That part of the stadium is completely level with the floor, so you couldn't have been able to see anything across the track. Mm-hmm. You would have just seen one sight line, and I know this because I was stuck in that spot the whole time. Yeah, they but didn't let you. To... Uh, they didn't let you on the field, right? Yeah, the, uh, they only had two approved photographers for on track <laughs> access, which you know totally understandable, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because uh, see, I know it's the same promoters as Osex Open, right? Yeah, because the reason I've never gone in the past is like I was set to go one time, and I found out that I couldn't shoot my own photos or shoot my own video. I had to use their provided stuff. So I know that they're kind of tight with that. Hmm. Yeah. And so it, when we went in 19, um, that kind of started changing a little bit. And then they saw, especially for us, just how much that we kind of do and then what helps kind of promote everything. Mm-hmm. So they've been really good about letting us do what we need to do. I mean, the raw video from Friday alone. Yeah. I'm psyched on that. That, that was great. I watched it three times last night uh, when I couldn't sleep and just dissected everything again because I don't remember making it on Friday, <laughs> you know? And, uh, out. <laughs> dude so bad like there were parts that i remember dropping in the sequence and then i saw them on tv i was like whoa that was sick like the tire taps and all that so yeah um but no that that's gotten a lot better but then when you go up to the second and the third bowl so like those next two concourses up they're packed they're, they're completely packed and they were the city life was packed from 10 o'clock in the morning on saturday you know, where the stadium is and then where downtown Cardiff is, where all the bars and the restaurants and stuff are, is right maybe a block and a half away. So when I left my hotel and walked over Saturday morning at 10, there were a couple thousand people already in the streets all out getting coffee or lunch or breakfast or whatever. Uh, bootleg T-shirts, noisemakers being sold, uh, earplugs, just the whole, like, it felt like going to, like, a European or, like, a British, you know, football or rugby match or whatever. So it was awesome. Um mm-hmm. And then getting into the stadium was cool because they did do a pretty good job. It felt like a Euro race where there was music playing and they had the lights off and everything. So it did have that vibe. 
that's not exhaust fumes in the air that's a smoke machine so for everybody mm-hmm. wondering if all the people in like the high levels got co2 poisoning they didn't so don't worry uh but yeah no it, it went pretty well again there are some things that i know everybody could say that they could work on the format is pretty hectic the announcing wasn't ideal there was a little bit of uh uncertainty as to who won and mm-hmm. that was kind of widespread like <laughs> there was I, th- uns- I thought mitchell won the overall for a minute there you was know? uncertainty about like the whole program if you were the announcers it seemed like <laughs> oh yes no uh that was one of the announcers one of the in-house announcers uh roger the british guy he kind of didn't know what he was going to do i had heard on like friday and like he was trying to figure out what between him and joseph allen the yeah. rapport was going to be and so that I think it was like a work in progress through the weekend. <laughs> but uh, I think once they get to Australia next week and they're on their terms and they know this other stuff that they're going to need to do, it'll be fine. Uh, I did think that the tough boxes, hilarious. Like when Ralph and Jeff said that, I laughed out loud. Uh, but that's like the most economic way because you can't ship those tough blocks like that everywhere. Felt has a whole tractor trailer full of them. They're so heavy. Yeah. So the cardboard boxes are what they're going to have to do. I don't see that being a permanent thing. I think like an airbag solution like we've seen at Paris and Geneva in the past is probably what they're going to do soon. But um, yeah, I think they're just doing with what they had to do on that right now. Was there anything in the tough boxes? Mm-mm. No, no. Think... Kenny found that out. Kenny found that out firsthand on Friday too. Cause he went to set on one thinking it was like, yeah. So um, to add on the crowd and the uh, atmosphere, right. I went on a road bike ride with Dino this morning Um he said that where the stadium was, like the location of it, like Anton was saying, like right there by all the bars, all the restaurants, everything. He said the crowd was so freaking electrifying. He said that opening ceremonies, like it was so freaking loud. Like they were all, <laughs> he even made a joke. It's like, he's like, dude, I had so many Dino fans. Like they were so loud. They were cheering me on and I just shit the bed. Like <laughs> he said, I had so many fans there because obviously like, yeah you know, UK and Great Britain or whatever. I guess it's, like, close. Like, Wales. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's all the same. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, Dino is just like, man, like, yeah, I totally shit the bed. But, like, I guess he had his whole family there, um, mm-hmm. which was good. Uh, he did have a bad bad crash there. Uh, bad weekend for him, but he did say that the crowd was awesome. And, mm-hmm. like, I mean, that's what most of the writers said. Like, you know, even um, – Vince Freeze, he's like, you, you know, the crowd's loud, you know, even America isn't like this. And I'm sure with, with all the bars and, you know, the restaurants there, I'm sure there was a lot of day drinking there. And I'm yeah. sure that, you know, those UK fans, they were, they were pretty wild. Oh, yeah. they were pissed drunk. Uh, oh, they were pissed drunk. well, I got Dude, a video of Anton double fisting beers. Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> but uh, so the race got, that was the other big thing. Uh, and you heard Shane say it, it was nine o'clock. The race was already over. So I left the stadium at 9.30, and the back entrance of the stadium dumps right out into all the bars that we've been running around at for the last <laughs> few days. It was 10 o'clock. I yeah. saw three fights. I <laughs> saw a girl in uh, – I'll say this about the chicks over there. Uh, they are very revealing in their dress. I have never seen such slutty dressing so tastefully done. <laughs> They're hilarious. Uh, it's just so funny to see them all out there. They are all so drunk at 9 o'clock and just sending it all night. So it was like – a wasteland out in the yeah. street going from the stadium to the hotel. So yeah, everything that they said, everybody was just cracking back pints all day. And then for the Dino thing, he really, really wanted to do that super pole lap. And then to not get it was kind of a bummer. So as he was kind of bummed about that Saturday night, he's sitting in the lobby of the hotel 
waiting to go out and his mom and dad are down in the uh, lobby too. And this guy walks into the lobby and he had just gotten rocked in the face by someone in a fight and his side of his face is laid open and he's gushing blood and he's like stumbling in and he's yelling and Dean's like, Hey, you good mate? And the guy like apparently looks up and he's like, Oh my God, Dean Wilson, well, I'm way better now. And he stumbled towards the elevator and just disappeared. Holy so yeah, shit. they were, they were sending it. A lot of, a lot Some of freaking nits got, there or what? Uh, a lot of no bras and a lot of really tight bodysuits. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's yeah, hilarious shit. over there. Um, but then, uh, even at the after party, you know, fans helped get the writers into the after party and all that stuff too. So it was a good, it was a good time. That, that is the big thing that's got to be reminded for anybody online kind of critiquing this thing. Uh, yeah, I get that you weren't there and you have expectations of a TV broadcast and this and this and this. The bigger thing was to try to show 35,000 people that have maybe never seen Supercross before what can happen. You know, there were a lot of little kids there for the first time that have never gotten to see these dudes. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be lifelong fans now. And, like, if you want to help the sport do better, which is what we all want, stuff like this needs to happen. If you can complain and all these things about what Jeff and Ralph said or whatever, but 35,000 other people that are there don't know about that. You know, they just saw the racing, and the racing was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Every rider that I've talked to that, that, you know, participated in the race, you know, Derek Drake, uh, Dino, you know, I've, I've talked to a few of these guys and they absolutely loved it. You know, I mean, they, they took away from, they, that it was just awesome. Like it was a great time. Like, you know, like the, the whole atmosphere, everything was pretty chilled, laid back. They did say that, um, they didn't like, um, going back to the same gate, say if you did have a shit heat race, like mm-hmm. I guess Derek Drake, right. He had a, uh, a rock going into his rear brake and he was just, I mean, he was one of the fastest guys, you know, like you guys seen on Friday, whenever it, they had that, that time qualifying, like he was, he was a top guy. And then for him to have that shitty heat race, the way the track was laid out, it was all about a start, right? So with him, with that shitty heat race, he was all the way on the outside gate for all three main events. So I think that, that hurt him um, quite a bit. Like, But it was a quick, quick turnaround too. Um, Dude, it was so, so bizarre that like the races were five minutes long, if that. It was like, yeah. what? It, it, I mean, and, and I think they know going forward, they learned a lot with you know the way the track needs to be and, and how things sort of go. I think... I mean, yeah. I mean, it's the first race. It's the first time we're seeing this. Um, all like everything. First time with a new program. Yeah, exactly. So, <coughs> I think everyone learned from this one race, and I think Italy it'll be better in Melbourne. You know, yeah. I think it won't be a slot car racey. I think the track will be a little bit better, and I think there'll be better racing. Okay, so Anton, let's run down the race program. Like, okay. explain the whole Super Bowl and then the three main events increasing in length and all that. Well, I mean, really, you got to start on Friday because GPs are two days. So there's a full practice, like 15-minute free practice session and then a 15-minute time practice session mm-hmm. just to kind of see where everybody's at. And that's a lot of writing. So, you know, as you watch that video from Friday, you see where everybody's moving around and they had a lot of time to play around. So then a lot of dudes did a lot of laps. They had bikes to break in. They had new equipment to get on. Dude, for some guys, Friday was their first day they'd ever ridden some of those motorcycles. I mean, they were that fresh. Um, so that was, that's that on Friday that kind of gives everybody an idea of what they need to think about or what they need to do for the next day. Uh, and then the same thing on Saturday morning, another free practice session, another time qualifying session. And then that leads in to help seed the heat races. So then the heat races back to back real quick, you know, 250, 450, those are fast, uh, top five finishers, each 450 heat race went to the super pole. Super pole is sick because it's just one guy at a time to go out and do their best lap. 
this has been used at like Paris and Bercy forever. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I think a lot of other people do too, because you just get to watch the dude just put it down. And, and as what Chad had said and Ken had said and Eli had said, they like that intensity. They like all the attention on them. They like that search for perfection one time. So that is very cool. That determines uh, your gate pick for the three main events for the 450 class. SX2 doesn't do super pole. And then the fastest lap also gets an extra bonus point. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, yeah, you go into your three final races. The first two are the same duration. The last race is the longer one. Um, the first two were so hectic that it it almost didn't feel like it was long enough. Like, I will agree with you guys on that because just as I was like, oh, okay, like things are settling in and things are kind of getting determined or somebody could make a move. If you didn't make a pass in the first three laps, it was over. You know, especially on that track being how condensed that start was in single file. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then that last one, because your heart rate had been high for so long, you know, two races, not a lot of breaks between them. Nobody's really resting. When you hit that last one, everybody was pretty smoked. They'd said that they'd been redlining for maybe 20 minutes already at that point, And then mm-hmm. to have to go do it for another eight to 12 minutes was again, a big ask. Uh, but it's a lot of riding. It's a lot of racing. And everybody had even said that Eli in the press conference after it was over, I was like, you know, I'd never seen you hit a ramp. So I think that was the best way to gauge, like, how comfortable did you get over the weekend? Because on Friday, he was kind of dead sailor over it. And then by Saturday night, it's huge, you know, FMX whips. And he's like, yeah, he goes, but the problem that I had was I did too many sprint laps on Friday. So I woke up sore on Saturday. And that's kind of why he wasn't so tangy on Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. Because Saturday, there were a couple of times where I was like, oh, dude, what's up with Eli? Just, you know, wasn't unbelievably fast in practice. Kenny had gotten him a couple times. Vince, you know, was really showing the wheel there in those heat races. So I was like, hmm, this might not be the way that it was. But when it came down to it, he did what he needed to do. He just said he was beat up after yeah. riding all day Friday. Hey, what did the riders think of the ramp? Like, there's no roll in it. You just had to send it, right? right there but- is a roll. Yeah, you could roll there it, was, yeah. Like, yeah. Was there? You could kind of roll it. It was like a spine. Um, there was like a wooden backside. So you would have to just kind of jump off the top and then hit the back. But – it was pretty good. There was only really one incident that I saw over it all weekend, and that's when Joey swapped coming out of that burn mm-hmm. and then got thrown into it. But he got lucky. Like, he didn't get hurt. He didn't break the bike or anything like that. They've used the ramp at OzX before, so mm-hmm. it's pretty but cool. I mean, Jeremy McGrath for some guys, it. it's the first time hitting a metal ramp, right? Like you mm-hmm. said, Eli? Yeah, so a couple guys were like, there were a couple OJs that first one. You could tell where they were landing like super far down that um, down the landing of the backside. But luckily that jump was so big. So the, that first lap, first three laps of free practice, I was watching all the dead sailors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good. Um, I Honestly, though, like, hey, Ray, have you ever hit a ramp? Uh, long, yeah, a long time ago. They used to have some at Hard Rock in Florida. They had like this little freestyle thing. I used to mess around over there whenever I, was, I had my journeys in Florida. Uh, I messed around with it a little bit. Um, yeah, there were some crazy dudes in Memphis back in the day, the Zoo Life crew. Uh, they used to have some ramps over there. They were pretty, pretty hardcore group. They had some freestyle ramps. I messed around on it a little bit, you know. Was that a standard freestyle takeoff? No, I don't think so. It didn't look as steep. No, it, it, it yeah, didn't look it as didn't tall look like either. It had as much pop. Yeah, yeah it didn't yeah. look as tall either. But it threw him up pretty high. Like yeah. if you hit it too hard, you went way too high. I'm not you know? a, I'm but not then, a ramp expert like Kenny Taco Bell. Kenny yeah, Taco he would Bell. tell he, us. He would tell you like the ratios down. of it, like the whole yeah. the whole deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's uh, let, let's 
let's talk about I think three things, right? First the the big crashes or injuries and then the, the each of the classes, right? So um who was the first guy to go out? Josh Grant or Chad Reed? Josh. Josh and then Josh. Chad. Next okay, week. so dude, uh, whose photos were those where you could see the chain flank through the air? I mean, it had I'm not some, sure. It had to been like the the supercross whoever the supercross photographer, right? Yeah, like, yeah. But no, uh, no, I think it was somebody on the side of the track. Oh wow, well, okay. Mm. You're the first person I thought of when I seen him. Chain. I seen him yesterday at Doctor Nick's. I didn't talk to him or anything. I uh, just overheard him talking. I mean, he's a little sore, but I mean, he seemed pretty fine he went and got checked out and, yeah yeah everything okay so the, the reason i said i thought of you heart, right away yeah. is uh you know you're you're the chain freak right you're all scared of breaking chains but yeah. but like a chain to break like i would imagine you put a brand new chain on for the race right yeah but like no but the thing about it is you got to factor in the way the track was right the track was so hard packed there's a set of whoops with you know the dirt being the way it is. And then there was a lot of step on step offs there. And when you do those step on step offs, if your rear wheel comes up short on it, it's yeah, a gnarly stretching. jar. It's a gnarly jar to the, to the mm-hmm. chain. Right. Um, that, and then just super cross alone. Yeah. Um, so you have to factor in like all those things, even if it was a new chain, sometimes like, I mean, it, it just it doesn't matter. Like sometimes things just break. Right. I remember whenever I was on HEP, you know, there was a, 2019 Seattle Supercross, there was the longest set of whoops. Anton, I'm sure you remember. It was the one year that they had the super hard dirt that we had never seen at Seattle Supercross. And they had probably 15 whoops, like huge. I go through like brand new chain, like on my bike, everything was brand new. First lap of practice, da, 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 chain breaks. Mm. Just like gnarly set of whoops, hard packed dirt. It's just very very strenuous on the on the chain but um yeah i mean like stuff like that i feel like it just shit it's just dirt bike stuff man like it just yeah. happens you know you i saw a like, mechanic post that that wasn't the only chain that broke no during the race either no there's a couple yeah, other ben, ones uh ben josh's mechanic at mdk yeah. he said that they've had three chains snap lately and he's had a bunch of people like dm him that photo and call him like a shit mechanic he's like no dude bike yeah. This has been happening. There's there's some kind of issue, yeah. and he said that they'd even changed the link process, like from a, a clip link to a press link, and they've mm-hmm. done everything to try to figure that yeah. out. What is A-Ray it... said is true because they land that triple. A lot of guys were cutting that corner after the triple into the whoops so tight that they would upshift in the air. So then the bike's already got a load on it to go through yeah. the whoops. And then they're turning again, and then just whop, like to, to make that first on-off, it took everything you kind of really had, especially if you were going to make it from the inside line and the race conditions, which is what everybody was doing. So all of that jarring. And then if the chain was just faulty through nobody's, you know, mistake or anything, it just shit happens. And I think too, like a lot lot of people don't think about like the whole COVID thing and and how, how, I guess, I don't know how, what do you, what do you call it? Like the, they have to outsource like to yeah i mean places. look at all the broken chains we saw this outdoor season that was just a couple months ago guys. yeah like, i don't know it's just it's tough i mean it, it's no one's fault you know really no. i mean it, it, it's no one's fault these things they it just happens yeah no that's why i was thinking about you and i want to ask you about it is do chains break more in practice or racing but i guess what you're saying is it doesn't matter it, it doesn't matter no it just, it honestly it depends on how the the track is like if there's a lot of step on step offs or three onto the tabletops 
there's a lot of those. If there's a big, tall, hard pack set of whoops, mm. you know, that, that hinders it a little bit or, you know, makes it more, I guess you could break your chain like easier. Um, but, but yeah, it's just, it's just shit luck at honestly. Yeah. There's really nothing you can do about it. I mean, all these guys, they run the best chains in the world. I mean, mm-hmm. it's nothing, you know, it's just look at what we're doing on these motorcycles, you know? Yeah. And the amount of power that a modern bike is cranking exactly. out. I mean, yeah, you got you, the torque of the bike and then, you know, it was just everything. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know that smart top, they run some really gnarly chains. Yeah. Yeah, even HEP, uh, Pice Motorsports, too. Like, they, they run, like, a super gnarly DID chain. It's, like, it retails for, like, a lot of money, you know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's what they run. And then, I mean, even me this year, I was um, practicing. Like, I, I mean, we would practice, you know, like Elsinore and that stuff. I A new chain every two days. Wow. Jeez. A new chain every two days. And then on my race bikes, obviously, a chain every weekend, you know. So... We, we, we go through a lot of chains and we make sure that they're fresh because you just don't want to you don't want to deal with that you know it's crazy we've had the same chain on our bikes all season no I changed mine already did you already oh, yeah I'm on my second or third yeah no, you had those guys yet yeah I don't yeah. I don't play with that shit dude it just, it just sucks like I mean in, I don't know you know I mean, the, there's uh, even been times where like like State Fair uh, a rock got caught in my chain and it derailed it yeah going through the whoops yeah like Weird shit happens. Well, just weird shit yeah. happens. And you I know, wonder, we like, try to prevent it, but it's just one of those things that you just sometimes just can't. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking about weird things and it derailed <clears throat> and all that. You know, the new generation KTM Husky gas, not gas gas yet, but the chassis, <clears throat> they're saying four fingers yeah. of play. So, like, we're at uh, Paris. Paris. And <laughs> I'm looking at my bike and my chain is <laughs> clapped. And I'm like, I better tighten a little. When I check, and it was a little bit more than four fingers. But even at four fingers, it seems so loose. You yeah. Know? I mean, I've but had was... times where I come off the track. Like, I mean, this is like a day after bro show and then tightened it yeah. to the perfect length, right? And I come off the track one moto later, 10 minutes later, and my chain's sitting sideways on my derailleur because it's, you got to run them so loose now. Yeah. It's crazy. But I mean, I grabbed it and I was all, I just signed them all, dude. This isn't right. <laughs> you got me scared. I gotta go get a new chair. Yeah. yeah, go do it. But uh, okay, so JG he hit his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he smashed it. Smashed, smashed it. it, and then well, who was it? Cade that just ran over his neck. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, that looked crazy. But I mean, yeah, he looked fine yesterday. Yeah. And then someone broke so, into his car and stole his shit when he got home. Yep. Oh really? Yeah, both yeah. those helmets. Dude, that's a bummer. Whenever he got back to California or while he was there? No, he got Here. to California. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Freaking idiot people. Twickers. Yeah. So he, um, after he crashed, like, he was out. Like, he was out for a good couple seconds. Oh, he sleeps easily. Oh, he's <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's he's laying on the track, and he, maybe seven, eight seconds, like, he comes to or whatever, and eight seconds felt like an eternity, you know, watching it. And he stands up, and he, like, puts his hands on his knees, and then he, he like, tries to run off the track and he's on the top of that tabletop that on off and he just loses it again and just fell face first again off the top of the tabletop and then collapsed again and then crawled off the track. So that was like by far the worst part was seeing Josh messed up like that. And then it took a second for him to kind of like get it going again. This would be the one I would say that of of everything I would say about the, the race this weekend, this would be the criticism I would say that they could learn from the most. 
the marshals and the flaggers and the track crew that they have, they just need more people and they need to be more attentive yeah. because for Chad and for Josh, they were both down for quite some time before anybody got to them, you mm-hmm. know, and the flagging wasn't that good. But I'd also think that these flaggers have never flagged supercross. It's not like oh. our people that, that do it a lot. There's not a lot of, there's no track guy running up and down between the lanes with a helmet and a headset on. They just didn't have that. Mm-hmm. They need to get that though. That I, I honestly think more than anything is what they need to have just to kind of maintain some stuff. Um, so yeah, when Josh got up, you know, Ellie came down because it was just Ellie there with Chad and the kids and everything. So she helped get Josh to the medics. Uh, he, you know, you could just tell that he was a m- million miles away at that point. And yeah. then, Ten minutes later, Chad crashes on the exact same spot. Yeah, yeah. so his was a fuel, fuel pump. pump, he said, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's what I had heard. I wonder if that has anything to do with like shipping the bikes or anything of that, or the fuel they're running. The, they, yeah, and not draining the fuel pump. Yeah, yeah. Do they have to run like a different fuel over there or no? Yeah, oh, they do. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's crap. And then they had. <laughs> so this is not really seen a lot but they had like a full fuel fuel depot which i'm sure some people told you about alex where spec fuel right yep and then uh everybody had all their stuff set up but then there's this also another area because you know these teams don't have their whole work set up they have a a mechanics box where there's like grinders and welders and air compressors and suspension all this stuff anything that they could want to do so there are some other facilities stuff that's there that we've never had before, but there's also other things like spec fuel that we don't have here. Yeah. So how does that how does that work? Whenever you have a fully built engine, you have mapping, you have all this. That's shit. what all these guys are trying to figure out. I think from what I heard, that's why a lot of guys didn't even ride before this, like the Rick Ware team. I yeah. know a couple of those guys weren't riding because their ECUs they couldn't quite get mapped in time. And then they yeah. finally got it mapped, yeah. and they're like, "Oh well, we should probably not practice <laughs> this spec. This spec fuel, like, can we get it over here or no?" Yeah, there's a lot of the guys were running it here. Oh, okay. But yeah, they poured the... it. A couple guys poured it out and said it looked like dirty water. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, nice. Yeah, that's yeah. something that I don't know. That's something you can't play with, man. Like, if no. there's like shit in the. Uh... Especially Supercross. Good God. I mean, it's fuel, man. Like, what? We hear nightmare stories about like guys' bikes shutting off in Dakar when they got to do that stuff, right? Imagine now in the face of a triple. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. I don't. I don't know if I entirely agree with like the whole like, hey, you got to run a spec fuel or like, uh, you know, there's there's always talks like a spec uh, ECU or something like. Someone got their hands in fucking someone's ECU or I don't know. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't really. I don't really like that. I don't. I don't like that at all. Do you, Do you know that there was initially talk of <coughs> spec tires and goggles and goggles. <laughs> Everyone was gonna have to run hundred percent and Pirelli's. Like that was Oof. That yeah. was the uh, Oof. <laughs> early on. They were Oof. There, so that was cool. Yeah. But, it's uh, funny though, because Scott's a sponsor, not hundred percent now. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But uh okay, so, but, uh, so with Chad's crash though, sorry, uh you could tell that that one was pretty bad because Chad yeah. usually gets up kind of quick mm-hmm. and it happened right in front of me and he just laid there and you could just see it knocked the visor off. You could, so you just saw right into his eyes, how much pain he was in and his shoulders all out of place and everything's fucked up. And then, yeah, it took the medics. And he laid there the whole, that was the second lap and he laid there for at least another 10 minutes until they got him up and got him off. Holy shit. Yeah. So he dislocated his shoulder, got a concussion, right? And broke then his hand. broke ribs. his hand. And then and busted ribs, busted ribs. Holy Good shit. God, dude. Damn. So Cole Seeley is the only returning retirement <laughs> guy that made it through the weekend. Yeah, right? and even he was just like, "Holy shit! I didn't, I didn't know it was gonna yeah. be like this." Yeah. Dude. Oh man, 
Yeah. So I mean, um, who was who was y'all's biggest like letdown of the weekend? Letdown? Like two fifty and four fifty. Um, Someone that you guys thought was just gonna come in, crush it, and then you just look at the leaderboard and he was just not even close. Four fifty. I thought Chiz would be a little better. Chiz on two fifty. Chiz was two fifty. Oh well, that's probably why. Well, then. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Chiz. Well, no, he he still wasn't. He no, still he wasn't, wasn't up there. Yeah, great though, right? Did he have a crash as well or no? He no, he had a, a bad start. Oh, oh, he had a flat. Nails? See, hey, that too. Lots there of was nails. A, yeah, there was a couple nails. Both Derek and uh, yeah. and Bogle both had nails in their tires. Anton, did you ever, dude, on the broadcast for two main events? I could see that the like weird whooped roller section parallel to the start. Uh-huh. Guys were their bikes like were throwing sparks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they went into that corner, what what was sparking? So usually when that happens is when your bike compresses and the bottom of your foot pegs like hits the ground. If it hits like a rock or something, oh. it will it will come up with sparks. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Okay. If they have the yeah. titanium pegs, yeah, titanium sparks way more than steel. Mm. And okay. there was quite a few rocks in there too. So you okay. know, all it's got to take is like one little one little hard stone for it to, to pop off of. So there, it wasn't super rocky. They sifted it. It's just hard packed dirt. Like, mm. I think honestly that helped them too, because you can't have, you know, Seattle supercross ruts, indie supercross ruts and all that stuff on there. The fact that it was a hard packed track was better because it didn't kill everybody the way that it could have, you know, yeah. think about that track first supercross first laps for a lot of dudes and you're dragging your foot pegs up and on and off. Yeah. Yeah. Is cloud. Okay. Yeah. He's fine. Nasty. Uh, that sucked. I honestly, I was really bummed for Luke because he yeah. was probably the guy that I was looking forward to seeing the most. Him and his brother Aaron. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in a couple of years, and and Luke's been ripping. You did know, he, he looked neutral? pretty good on Friday. I don't know. He just he crashed in the same spot as those guys did too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is that like the so, dude, those step on triangle? step offs, dude? Like I'm telling you, like those things, they can get gnarly, like the the tabletops. Because like if you get the first one wrong, there's n- like no room for error. Like yeah. you're gonna face plant into the next one. It sucks. Um, to your to your question, Chase, I would say for the, I wouldn't say clout like disappointed me. I was just I had was really really excited to see him and yeah. see him crash like that because he looked good. You know, he looked like he had been doing good. And this he was, was the first one to hit that for, quad too, from what Josh Hills posted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and he was he was doing good. He had yeah. a couple sketchy moments on Friday, you know, but it's first time riding Supercross in a while. I would say Thomas Doe. I've watched him ride SX2 stuff so much. I was like, oh, yeah, he'll be up in there. But it just seems like he never caught fire. Yeah, he always weekend. does good. Honestly, honestly, my letdowns were uh, Anstey. Anstey oh, in the lights yeah. class. Anstey, I yeah. thought I thought he would be better, you know. Um, the lights class just wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. Mm-mm. Oldenburg was just yeah, but Yeah, rip. but he boogered up in that second one. Like yeah. That was just a, a full-on brain fart, I think, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, no, did you hear him explain it? Uh-uh. No. He didn't know that nobody else was tripling that. Oh, because he was he leading the whole man before? Yeah, he'd just done six <laughs> laps, and he had nobody around him. He's like, I didn't know that everybody was cutting off the insides. He's like, and so then I rewatched the race last night. When he's going to, like, lift off the face of the triple, they're already on that third one. So he, he really had no idea. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I like that they call him Mitch. Not Mitchell, just Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who is calling Mitch? Emig and Shane? Yeah. Uh, the in-house announcers, and then that's how he's listed in, like, all of the pre-race stuff. Like, all the results sheets, all of the TV ads. It's just Mitch Oldenburg. Mitch. And I will say, I will say props to Carson Brown. Holy shit. Yeah, Carson yeah. Brown rode good, man. I mean, he was surprised fourth. Yeah, fourth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he was in talks there for the podium there for a little bit. Yeah. So, um, 
I would also say Dupre, uh, the French rider, Maxim. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. surprise. Uh, a yeah. couple really, really fast laps from him here and there. And then there was, uh, I'm trying to find it. There's another guy in the 450 class that's on that team. Tixier? No, no he, it was, Tixier's on that Honda. Yeah, it's it's uh, a long, Remet. he had a long name. Tix, Tixier, was, uh, Tixier was a letdown for me. I mean, I just watched his Instagram videos. I was like, ah, like he's he's gonna be pretty good. He's quadding shit and doing all that stuff. But no, I think I think I don't. I think he could have done a little bit better. Dude, that guy. What? What are your ticks? Yeah, I, I remember that the Thailand GP. Yeah. When like they told him he couldn't race because it was too hot and he fainted or something, he like beat up the marshal. No <laughs> way! No really? way! That's really? So what? <laughs> <laughs> but um, what about uh, Josh Hill got fourth overall? Yeah. Did he get fourth in the uh, How did how did he look? He'll look good. He'll he'll is uh he'd been riding a lot with Chad. He looked and, trim. Yeah, he is pretty he got fifth. Brayton got fourth. Um yeah, he looked good. He's done a lot of time with that Craig Dak team. He went down there in nineteen with them. Mm-hmm. Um so he's used to it. He's on the Yamaha stuff that he knows uh really well. But yeah, Josh did good. And then to see him bust out that quad, I was like, Oh, we're back at imagination sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you talk to Josh at all about Stark? No, not really. Because yeah. um, I, I mean, I know a he's a bit over the weekend down there. But yeah, nothing about that. We were yeah. mostly just talking about Australia because they get back. They got back. Uh, I want to say Sunday or Monday morning, and then they have to leave again this Saturday to go to Australia. So they oh. everybody's on that like hurried time to get back down there Jeez. because it takes two days to get there. Yeah. Oof. Are you Are you going to be going, Anton? Supposed to be. We'll, we'll awesome. see. That's kind of the plan as of everything right now. Um, when do you land I, in in, uh, in Bercy next month? Uh, if I go to that, I'll land on Friday morning. Oh, got you. Okay, so oh, you're you're in and out. Mm-hmm. Okay. I might bump so, you out on that. If you want. <laughs> if you want. I, as, as we should all as go. I'm having right now, my child is getting a little big, and I yeah. came home, and he's got like a full head of hair, and I was like, oh, shit, it's been four days. <laughs> <laughs> we should all go. I mean, come on. Mm. Let's just all go to Paris. Have a good time. <laughs> so Sam, will go to Paris. Huh? Sam will be there. Sam will be there. Let's just all go. She's What? Sam's going. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you going to get married in Paris? No. Oh. No, you should have saved the proposal for that. You should retract know, the proposal. I, well, <laughs> I didn't know I was <laughs> going to Paris until afterwards. Are you going to watch or going to race? Uh, as of right now, I'm going to race. I just Ooh, uh, what? I didn't I, know any of this. Yeah, I have to. I just got to get approved to ride my dirt bike first. But yeah, I'm, oh. ri- I'm riding for a Honda team over there. A Honda team. So, yeah, so that's why I'm going to Enzo today. I got to drop off some parts for my suspension. Oh. Yeah. Back on red. What, what what Honda team is it? That moto. Team? Um, the so it was. Um, I think it's is, is Cadre SR? Rouge still a thing? Hold on, let me look at my emails. I've been emailing back and forth with this guy. Hold on, uh, flights are booked. Everything. Really? Oosh. Is it legit? Is yeah. <laughs> what gear are you wearing? Do you have you heard of the company before? Kenny. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, are you wearing Kenny. Kenny gear? Yeah, it's Kenny gear. Oh, it I has pockets. Kenny. It has pockets, and is your team sponsored by Gummy Bears? I have no idea. Haribo? What's your helmet? Uh, I can wear my own helmet and boots, so I'm going to be in the RDX 2.2s oh and the HJC, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stoked. What a kit. Dude, no, it's going to be great. It's going to be gear. sick. Hold on. McAdoo had to wear a Kenny at the Paris Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It might but be the same team. So I didn't know if I was riding a 250 or 450. Luckily, I'm riding a 450 because, I don't know, that, that wedding and the bachelor party and everything, <laughs> like, hey, man, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. McAdoo's team – 
was sponsored by Haribo. Mm-hmm. Dude, they had gummy bears everywhere. Dude, I was yep. just like, oh, um, gummy bear. <laughs> it's looking like a Florent Richie's Honda FR25 team. FR25. Sounds legit. Still on a 450. Yeah, that's not bad. And wear Kenny gear. So, Kenny. yeah. Mm-hmm. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm stoked on it. Yeah, it'll be a good weekend, you hopefully. Keep your passport in your pocket. Yeah. And the gear. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll get a uh, – hopefully – uh, if the CT goes good today, I'll have a couple weeks on the bike, and then I'll get to ride. You know, maybe one of the Hondas downstairs for maybe a day or two, and mm-hmm. then and then go to Paris. Yeah. Oh, that's why you were asking about the Honda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay, back to World Supercross. World Supercross, 450 class. Let down for me was Dean Wilson. I thought he was going to do better. Yeah. I thought. I mean, like, I mean yeah, Hulk, he, he Hulk, let everyone like, in that like, stadium down. What do you mean? You know, like, they're okay. pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but but he got they were he they got were he fell in that turn his GoPro that he posted I like how he falls in the corner and goes fuck well no okay so he told me a little bit about that today he said Remet touched his rear wheel and like fucking spun, spun him, him out, out. Okay. spun him out he was like oh fuck. he was all pissed I was gonna comment what did you say in that first crash fun <laughs> <laughs> but that second one when he got cross jumped that was yeah no that was terrible yeah there was really nowhere he could go there right I mean. And he came down on his shoulder pretty good. He hit his head, rang his bell a little bit. I mean, dude, <laughs> all the old men there just freaking. Yes. <laughs> dude, yeah. fucking, they're all just getting beat up. Yeah. But uh, he did like his bike. Um, dude, dude, he it looks, was so big on a he Honda. He looks so tall. That The Honda is like, it's more of a compact, uh, a compact bike, right? Like if you put like a Honda and a Husky, I would like to see the different lengths because I feel the Honda is more compact. Than a husky and yeah, I, I don't. Maybe it's maybe it's even the flag year. Maybe. Do you see that video? It just doesn't do it for me like the O'Neill does. That video he posted of him like quadding at MTF or something, dude. He looked like he was on eighty five. Right. Mm-hmm. Crazy. <laughs> it is weird seeing him in fly. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. It's a bummer. <laughs> hey, uh, Freezy, third overall though. Like ripping, th- dude. Rip. Badass, right? Right. So he's been like busting his ass this past couple months getting ready i remember when we went i saw him when he was first riding supercross it was august and it was like 105 he's just burning laps on the honda track which the honda track was a beat piece of junk mm-hmm. but he was just out there just doing it and uh lap after lap after lap but uh dude the, that whole team like he's not scared to work that either. whole team looked really good everyone did yeah yeah but uh, for him to beat Brayton, Mister International, right? Yeah. Well, and His I think I, I was listening. I was listening to like the post race stuff. I don't know who it was with. Um, it 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 was someone. It might hell. It might have been Eli who was mentioning. He's like, this is the perfect race for someone like Vince, right? So Vince Vince always gets good starts. You know, like his whole career, he started mm-hmm. up front, and he's always you know been the guy like on defense right like if you're behind vance he's super hard to pass mm-hmm. and it, that's what, even what he said in his interview he's like you know i think you know i can if i can get a good start i can keep these guys behind me you know these are short races um and, and that's pretty much what he did he made himself hard to pass he got up front each race and he put himself in a good position mm-hmm. and i think you know like this this race and if uh you know melbourne is the same way i mean i think that he could be you know, top. I mean, shit. I mean, he's one and two right now for the championship because yeah, you got to think Eli's out. Eli's out because yeah. he was a wild card. So it's mm-hmm. just it's it's a race between him and, yeah. and and Kenny right now. I'd like to see the the uh, the point like the full points. I don't have it right in front of my face, but 
to see where like Sabachi is or JB, like where they're at points wise in the overall standings. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for it, Alex? Yeah. I can Ooh. tell you right now. Ooh. All right. Ken has 61. Vince has 58. Brayton has 53. Hill has 44. Subaros has 42. Sabachi has 40. Pellegrini has 36. Escofer has 32. Ramet has 32. Freddie Noren has 30. That's your top 10 of full-time riders. Obviously, Eli's at the top with 76 points, but uh, there's the big, is he going to race? The last one, is he not? He's a wild card. He can't. He can't. But uh, I was getting this weird vibe oh, Saturday night that yeah, there might, apparently he can't, but I was getting this weird vibe Saturday night that he might show up in Australia. Really? What? I kind of think so, yeah. Holy cow. Okay. All right. Well, Nobody he... said anything to me, but just kind of the way that like, so you want to do more? You want to do more? And he's like, uh, and I think they kind of need him there now, you know, yeah. after this weekend, they, they're going to need a little bit more star power and that, that check will cash, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Definitely. And okay. I, th- and I think too, like, I don't know. I think if the, it throw, if he gets thrown out, like say if he's a wild card and he can't race Melbourne, if he gets thrown out, I think it's a, it's a new series that can change the rules. I guess they can. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know if I'm someone who's who's like Vince Freeze or if yeah. I'm if yeah. I'm Joey Sabachi, like I'm pissed. Any of the teams, right? Like <laughs> yeah. any of the teams, because like it's a team construct. Like mm-hmm. they have, or like they have like a like a team mm-hmm. deal, right? Yeah. And he's not a part of any team, so if he wins both, why are the other three riders? Yeah. Why? Yeah. yeah. Hey, so teams that lost a rider. Yes. How's this working? How is that going to work, Anton? Do they get penalized next race? Well, what yeah. if, what it's if, like a hundred grand. But the thing about it is, dollars. yes. But what if one of these teams picks up Eli and he just puts like a small logo on his bike and keeps mm-hmm. all of his other sponsors? Ah. Mm-hmm. MDK Eli. Holy mm-hmm. shit! I didn't even think about that. Yep. And think about you know, the the bigger problem right now would be the bike. Like, how's it going to go? But. That might not be a big problem because they have all these shipping containers and what they got to do. That Now, that bike is a 2022 full-spec Star 450, um, and that's going to stay in Europe. Like Yamaha Europe was supposed to take it Saturday night after they packed up everything, and he was going to ride that one in Paris. So who knows if that thing got accidentally you know, shoved into a crate somewhere. But uh, I, I was thinking for Chad, especially like when Chad got hurt, that was the bike of like, well... Who are they going to put on that? Because I don't think KTM is going to let just anybody ride their engine or anything no. like that. Chad's not going to want anybody else riding his bike. So that's a big question. I don't know if Josh is going to race the second one or not. I don't know. Mm. But, um, yeah, this could get interesting. Those are the two biggest injuries. There's no other real serious injuries for anybody else out so there. So Cloud's really racing? Like MDK. Yeah. I, I, I think, yeah. He's, he and, Oh, Dylan Walsh was the other one because I know so many oh, people his saw hand. him get his. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ouch. I almost threw up when I saw that. He's fine. Didn't Ouch. even hurt. He was at the after party. He just had a little bit of road rash. And then also Starling, too, got landed on his hand. I think he broke his hand. Starling? Oh, he was racing for Hep, huh? Yeah, he was racing for Hep. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And that was his first day on the bike was, like, when he got there. <laughs> was that Derek Kelly's first day, too? Yeah. Derek <laughs> Kelly rode that thing good, hey? He did. Hey, yeah. Kelly yeah. ripped. And you got to give Kelly props. He'll go for anything. Yeah. He was trying the big quads out that the 250 guys were doing and some other stuff. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, he'll send it. I know that team's looking for some 250 guys. It'd be interesting to see if maybe that leads into a deal for Supercross. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it does. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe they're they're interested after this weekend. Um, do you think AEO is pissed that, that he kind of just left AEO and then just sort of went? H E P for these two rounds? Like uh, like what happens after this? Like 
That's why I was wondering. Cause I, Anton, did you talk to any of them? Like, are they are they mad at that situation or? or I didn't any? talk to anybody from AEO. You know, mm-hmm. I uh, the couple people that I really really know at AEO apparently aren't there anymore as of these last few weeks. So, uh, well, like I don't know. Like Derek Kelly's like a big talking point because he had a standout year. Like yeah. I mean, he was like outdoors. He was top ten most of the rounds. I feel like in each moto. And his Supercross, he had a great showing as well. Like, his level elevated this year from last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like – Oh, uh, for sure. So, Drake is on Bar X, right? Mm-hmm. And he's going to MDK for World Supercross, but back to Bar X, he told me. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, he's – I mean, yeah, he's grandfathered in there. Yeah, but, I mean, AEO doesn't have a <laughs> – AEO doesn't have a World Supercross team, so – yeah, but I feel like they're a little bit more involved with KTM than yeah than Barrex and would. like yeah I feel like Drake's got a home at Barrex no matter what he does yeah yeah hey uh, speaking of which I wonder if he was, was Larry Brooks there no he's no, no. only doing stateside stuff okay did you know that he went to Hep I didn't know that until that day and then also how that uh, press release came out I was like oh so now is there you know is that the re-up for Suzuki for a few more years and that right. seems like that's still got to be decided it doesn't seem like that's concrete just yet mm-hmm. yeah uh pretty big news that they're gonna have what three four video guys and two two video guys that's a pretty big team yeah it's yeah. gonna be a big team yeah yeah you know Avery, we talked about this before uh props to pipes again for doing what he's doing so yeah. for them to have schwartz there you know he he can't mm-hmm. have the twisted t logo on the bike because he's not 21 <laughs> that's all good because he has progressive on it like pipes has enough title sponsors in there that when they do have these situations he can just throw another logo on there it's a paying sponsor and it's good um dustin's crew did good this weekend you know they all seem to have a good time together and really learn what they needed to do uh yeah yeah i mean and props to him too like uh, like you said because he's had a tough couple weeks you know with riders getting hurt and everything he's just having to come up with riders on the fly you know it's it was tough what keep, keep talking <laughs> oh, well, who, I'm trying to, uh, who are you whispering at over there jesus Christ, you're making me feel weird what did i do <laughs> no 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 what did I do? Oh, 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 oh. but so uh, w- talking about the HEP thing, mm-hmm. we did our Suzuki 2023 intro last week. Yeah, and so Wheeler was there, and he says, "Yeah, everything's good to go. It's a handshake deal on on HEP and all that stuff." But obviously, he's dealing with the executives in Japan who give him his budget at the last minute. Yeah, he said last year or the year before, whatever it was, but like. HEP didn't sign their contract until late December. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. Dustin. Because it was on a handshake deal, you know? Yeah. And he's like, ah, it's coming, it's coming. But he didn't get the official okay till, you know, 11th hour. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I mean, anything could maybe happen, you know, with uh, with a different manufacturer, I would assume, I would assume right? Yeah. Dustin told me that on um, Friday night he was supposed to have a phone call, like conference with everyone. So okay. I'm sure that they're closer to what you know. But this was a that was a big talking point going into this this last week from you know the super super motocross announcement with Hep making LB there and then all these other things. I was like, oh okay, wow, this is good. And then when I saw Dustin on Friday, he's like, yeah, yeah it looks like it's going that way. We just have a couple little things to sort out. So uh, that is a big deal, you know, for Suzuki to stay in and then. To want just, to keep doing what they're going to do with even more guys. I just think it's hard for them to to find guys at that level, right? Like the guys that they want to go after, 
don't want to ride a Suzuki. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I, and it sucks to say because that bike is amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a great bike. I, I love the Suzuki whenever I rode it on that mm-hmm. team. It's just some of these guys, I just don't think that they they want to ride a Suzuki. They think that, you know. Well, Rod Bell didn't like it. I think um, um, well, I, I a mean, little bit. Go ahead, Aries. Sorry. I just, I just think that, you know, like a, a lot of people don't like the kickstart. A lot of people think that it's outdated. Will uh, you ride it, Aries? I would love to ride it. Aries <laughs> back on HUP? Dude, I could. <laughs> dude. Dude, give me a freaking horse. I'll ride that thing. I don't care. Dustin Pipes, you listening? <laughs> but, um, but no. Like even whenever I rode for the team, I you know we had Olin suspension. We had you know different engines. You know they weren't they weren't very fast, but like the thing handled great. And I I had one of my best years on it. So I I, I don't know. I think these these people. I, and I and I from what I understand. Dustin's throwing out good money, mm-hmm. you know, for these guys to ride for this team. They, I just don't think that they want to ride a Suzuki, hmm. which sucks. I think that you're right. And, um, I, and I think that these guys are going to take less money for a better bike. Hmm. Freddie had told me that this Suzuki was way better than the – way not softer, but just more plush feeling than the GGR Suzuki that he rode. And then, like, they had their engine at GGR really good, but the suspension not so good. And it's kind of the opposite situation here. The Het bike is – a light switch it's just so fast it's got so much power but they have the suspension better now especially that they're on showa and they're just kind of working towards that instead of trying to reinvent the wheel with olin stuff yeah, yeah they have they have dave cruz over there and uh and scott bennett from showa and uh they're they've really you know they've really took the time in developing that bike i mean hell they have years of of working on that suzuki because i mean obviously it hasn't really changed so they know a lot um, shit from back in the day whenever even Weston was riding um, a Suzuki. So I think they have a lot – they have a good base on, on where that Suzuki is. It's just – yeah, it's just like a mindset, I think, for these riders. We're all freaking crazy in the head. Is it within the AMA production rule? That they can't rule? do E-Start? Can they, could they add E-Start to it or is that like – I just don't think that – well, no, and that was a, that was a question – that I had for Larry, I was like, "Why don't these guys run the the off road version?" Yeah, the, but he said it's slower, it's heavier, it's sluggish. Um, yeah, it's just it's just not an option, yeah. really. I'm, I'm on one hand, I'm surprised that uh, aftermarket company hasn't come up with a electric start for the Suzuki, but at the same time, I think they don't sell enough, and the demand's yeah. not great enough for someone to invest the R and D into that. Yeah, because I mean. Our, our Suzuki bikes this year, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, let's do something different with it. So I called Kyle Guglielmetti at WP and was like, hey, I want a cone valve track shock kit for a Suzuki, you know, because that would be sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's all, oh, we quit doing that a few years ago because the Damn. demand's not there. Wow. Like, they don't, there's not enough of those bikes out there. But, dude, there's a lot of those bikes out there. I mean... Why don't why don't you guys do why don't you guys get a Suzuki and hit up that European company that puts an E start on them? I didn't know. I about didn't that. know there was a company that did that. Yeah, I mean, I think Dustin knows of the company. I just don't think it's like homologated. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, we are gonna build a Suzuki out though. Yeah. Did you know that they cost like four grand less than? Dude. A, I, so I was editing the video last night mm-hmm. for the test. I couldn't believe they're that cheap. And you're getting a Yosh if you go. If you go buy a Suzuki right now from a dealership, you get a, a full Yosh system. Dude, yeah. that is badass. Fifteen hundred yeah. bucks. So imagine like like you if 
you go you sh- you shop for used bikes right now, right? Like yeah. the market's insane. Like right. my buddy just sold his clapped out 2018 KX 450 for like 8500 bucks. Really? No way. And then that guy could have gone and got a brand new bike that actually got the oil changed in it more than once and like all that shit and saved money. Yeah, my dad tried <laughs> to buy or my dad was looking at um 2022 used Yamaha 450s, you know. Yeah. And he was saying that they were like 11 grand steel at the oh dealership my God. for 22s. That's insane. Mm. I'm like, what? <laughs> mm. Crazy. Okay. Let's talk about 250s and then bullshit after the commercial break. Okay. But uh, Mitchell won 19-1. Still, Shane, still Shane gets third. the overall win. With what? Was he 4-5-6 or 3-4-5? <laughs> Something three, like four, that. 3-4-5. 3-4-5. Dude. Crazy. I guess three four five beats one nineteen one. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Four five six. Four three. Four three five. Okay. Four, four three, three five. No, yeah. It's yeah. funny because before I knew, I like uh, Jeff Jaton, his father in law. I saw him at Elson. I'm like, hey, dude, how did Shane do? And he goes, he won. Like, <laughs> he won. Really? And he goes, yeah, he won with like four five three three four. Yeah. Three. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, oh man, he needed that. He needed that. But yeah. It's funny because McElrath, I asked him if McElrath had a deal signed next year for club already, right. which I think he kind of indicated to us he was working on or whatever. Okay. But he says at the moment he has nothing, and mm-hmm. if he gets nothing, he's going to go get a job and do World Supercross next year yep. only. That blows me away, dude, McElrath. I mean, yeah, he's not a Eli or a... You know, like and he that. has the option to stay in lights next year, too, Yeah, as well. he could stay in lights. Yeah, he could ride the lights class and fight mm-hmm. for a championship. Yeah. Hmm. You know, that that's kind of the thing, though, about this whole weekend that I kept thinking. There's a lot of dudes that were out there. That this was, like, perfect rebuild time. You know, yeah. think about all the stuff. And, and Shane said it in the press conference. It's the fifth different bike he's ridden this year. <laughs> you know? And uh, for Bogle, for Bogle to come back, like, who knows where this goes from here? Does he go racing again? Is this just whatever? Who knows? Um, does Cole want to go race again after this? But like when Colt Nichols was going to come in, there were a lot of dudes that are like, man, this, they can put together two good results and kind of get them back to where they need to be. Who knows? And I think for Shane, he's figured out like, oh yeah, wow, I can do this. But then he had even said in how was your weekend? He now sees the legitimacy to doing this as a full series now. Like he knows he could do it. Hmm. Hey, who replaced Colt? Uh, Henry Miller. Yes. Oh, okay. And so, like, yeah, first time uh, he rode the bike was on Friday, too. Cold they, um, setting, huh? Full, full, full deal, yeah. Just Oof. not the gear. Um, They had, like, the pit set up, the pit presence for the Rick Ware team. Everybody had, like, a cartoon. Like, not like a goofy-looking cartoon, but just, like, a drawing of them as a as the backdrop for behind their bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, you that. see Joey's, and then you see... Shane's and then you see Ryan Brees's and then you see Henry Miller's that was like made real last minute and then cut out and then put over Colts. It was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, um Kenny look hey, is what did you guys think of Ken? Like did you think he looked really, really good on that bike? Did you think he was surprisingly good? I thought he looked better than I expected, honestly. Yeah, same. I expected kind same. of a meltdown this weekend, if I'm being completely honest. But. Yeah, I was I was curious at how it was gonna go. Um, he seemed like super upbeat, and I I even said this to him in the press conference. You know, everybody talked about the quad. He was crushing the whoops. 
he was hitting them good and they weren't, you know, huge, but flat corner to get into them all the way across the width of the stadium. I love a very the, good job through them. I loved the look of his bike. His Dude, bike looked good. Amazing. God, that thing was sick. The thing did look sick. Oof. It looked like a video yeah. game bike. Yeah. So like, how was the vibe in the, in that tent? Like with the team, like obviously he, he was on Fox gear. He, he had Red Bull. He had different sponsors than um, the other guys. Obviously he had maybe like the same bike, but um, he had some different sponsors. Did you talk to any of the other guys about like what they thought about that? They're, I mean, they're all good. They all knew that this was going to happen months okay. ago. You yeah. know, the stuff that Ken has that's different. He has like Dunlop tires on there. Everybody else has got Pirellis. Uh, they Honda flew Troxel over to be the mechanic. Yeah, I saw that. So you know he didn't build he didn't build that bike. You know, the Reeves team built that bike, and then. Uh, Jordan got there and they were working on everything, but that was a brand, brand new bike. So everything Ken said was pretty stiff wheels, suspension, boots, chassis, all that stuff. So that was getting broken in on Friday, Thursday and Friday were uh, a lot of effort to get everything sorted and ready to go. And then, you know, I think every team had like some little teething problems of trying to figure it out. But within that group, nobody seems to think like, Oh man, why is Ken here and different than us? You know, they understand Ken being here is going to take that uh, level Seriously. of legitimacy yeah. way even higher, you know, and for everybody, everybody's watching that team now. Is it good enough for Ken to do this? Is it going to be good enough for Dean? And then you see Max and Wilson right there. They know they got to do what they need to do too. So it doesn't seem like anybody's like upset and everybody understands like, Hey, this is a unique situation. So let's make it happen. Yeah. Everybody else is in fly gear, but Kenny day from Fox flew in and dropped off Kenny's gear and worked at it just like it was any other normal race. It was all good. So hey, uh, did you uh, real quick? Did you say Honda flew Jordan out there? Yeah, I was curious about this, right? Not like, Kenny. Anton. Oh, what's that now? Did you? Oh, or yeah, go ahead. Who flew Troxel there? Yeah. Uh, from what I heard, it was Honda. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't Yuri. What? Okay, but That's really? so no, yeah, ass backwards. So, yeah, it's so weird, right? Because like even Kenny and I were talking. It's like, did you see Troxel was there? Like, yeah. Like if if Kenny leaves Honda, like does Troxel go with him? Does Kenny foot that bill? Like, you know, does Kenny want him to be, you know, with him, like, full-time, wherever he goes? Uh, In a sense, that's, like, supporting the series, though, and, what, and the rider you let go because he's racing. Yeah. <laughs> or, or is or is Troxel not with Honda anymore because Kenny's not? No, he no he's with Honda. He he's is. with Honda because he said he's got to go back and uh, build a bike for the replacement. Mm. Let's go. <laughs> huh. Mm. Wow. I mean, good so on Honda he, for doing that if they did do that, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's true. Good on them. Yeah, I, I honestly, I mean, just peace of mind for Ken. You got to know who's working on your bike. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, but how did Mitchell look? Killed everybody, Olderberg? right? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. So, <laughs> you know how he was like, Supposedly riding really, really good, and the team backed him off because yeah. they didn't want to yeah, peak yeah, yeah. too early and everything. It looked like that that uh, strategy was perfect then. Oh, totally. I mean, from what I heard, he took at least four weeks off the bike and went back home. Mm -hmm. Wasn't riding just because he was going too fast, and they didn't want him to eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then he came back, and he was still going fast. So, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he looked great. And he'll be doing the back-and-forth program for a while now, too. Oof. Texas, California, Texas, California, yeah. Oof. Um. Something about Vince that I noticed on Friday and then kept asking him about, uh, he was doing a lot of speed runs against dudes. Like, he, he would fall in behind Dean. He'd fall in behind uh, a couple other guys, uh, JG, and he'd just kind of get behind them and, and see where they were doing and what they were going 
at and, and everything. And I was like, oh, that's funny. You know, Vince, like, just running right in on everybody. <laughs> uh, but that said a lot about his intensity because he came out ripping on Saturday. You know, yeah. like, he didn't back down. He did a couple sections as I was watching the race again. He was doing stuff that only Eli was trying on Friday. And did it look as clean? No, but he was going for it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, a lot of people are going to bag on Vince and Vince's post-race comments about like, well, the guys were right there and I do ride with them. And he does, you know, there's no denying that Vince rides with those dudes. Um, Mm -hmm. He was giving Eli Fitz in that heat race. Like I was cracking up when he looked over at him. But dude, I think Vince did a great job. And okay. So how's Vince's reception over there? You know, like, uh, do the UK fans just love everyone or are they like, um, he didn't really like peg the meter, you know, like they're just like, Oh, cool. But look at who he's against, you know, Eli and Ken. Yeah. But I mean, there's not people booing him over there. Are there? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't think anybody booed anybody. Yeah. I like freezy. Yeah. The same. Huh? All right. Anything else on world supercross? Um, Um, Schedule should come out in November for next year. Oh, for next year. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like um, a return to Cardiff will happen again, and I hope so. It was beautiful over there. You know, I'm again, thanks to everybody that helps make all this stuff happen for us to go to these places and all of our clients and stuff that helped get that trip going. Um, but yeah, it was sick over there. You know, I get it. I get what they're going to try to do because there's going to be people from all over the place going to these races. If you have one in Europe, you know, if you have it in Germany, there's going to be people from Austria or here or there that'll make a couple hour ride or a train ride or whatever to get there. Uh, there were a couple things that happened over the weekend. Hurdles that the promoters and other people had to go against. There was like a rail strike uh, Friday and Saturday. So the main train route that would feed in right to the stadium from all over the country, from London, Southampton, Manchester, whatever, uh, that was closed. So I think that that did take a little bit of a knock on some of the attendance figures. And then the other big thing was um, the rapper that they had, the AJ Tracy guy. I know that a lot of people were like, oh, my God, what's this? There were people that bought tickets just to see that. And they're like, oh, sick, yeah, motorcycles will be there. There were a lot of people, apparently, that did that. And uh, the bands that they have lined up for the Friday night in Australia and the Saturday night in Australia are same thing, I've heard. So if they have a little bit of um, merit to that and if they're using a relationship at Live Nation – like they are, who's, you know, helping promote these events. I think that that's a slam dunk, you know, Mm, I mean, it it does work. Uh, The music thing that they have playing all the time just kind of adds to it. Um, It was a good time. I I enjoyed it. I, I, I'll say this a hundred percent honesty. I know that there's so much like back and forth, like you have to be on world supercross side or super motocross side or all that right now. It's cool to go see it. We need to have more racing. We need to try to have something, you know, we have no allegiance wherever. I, we just need to go see what's going to go on, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just going to make everything better. Now, do I think that, like, one is going to go away because another one started or this, this, and this? No. But um, these next two years now, especially after this weekend and next weekend, fell putting their track maps out today. Like, shit got real in the last yeah. five days for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do have one gripe. I don't like how they were, like, acting on tv as if this is the same series and now it's just gone worldwide that was kind of confusing. Yeah, that was a little like uh, i'll say that the tv broadcast stuff it's like a little 
you know, but I get it. You know, it, it's a lot of those people's first time working together. I don't think Jeff and, and Ralph had ever worked with that production crew because that's a whole Aussie based crew, you know, so I'm sure that a couple of the things were funky. I know a lot of people didn't like those onboard cameras, Oh my! but God. that's something that they're trying to do because they need to have like a little bit of something different. Yeah. And as I am rule, they really can't have anything on the rider. They have to be located mm-hmm. somewhere else. Uh, GoPro sponsors the series. So Dean, Max, Cole, and somebody else got to run GoPro stuff, you know, so that's like a little bit unique there, but they're trying, you know, it's, they're going to try some stuff. Let's be honest. People watch 17 rounds of AMA Supercross and bitch about it every yeah. single time that yeah. somebody said something wrong or the tough block didn't get moved or the track got yeah. too chewed up. You're never going to make these Everyone's people happy. And like, no offense to anybody. Like I'm, this is not like a holier than thou thing. Just watch the racing. Just watch yeah. it. Enjoy it. Like yeah. you're, you're not the one that invested your whole life into this thing. Like a lot of these other people are doing, you know, there's a lot on the line and it would have to be frustrating to work as hard as some of these people are working and just to see some dude with a hidden message board, maybe like, well, this sucked. And this was this like, it's bullshit. Yeah. You know, it's been funny to see so many people not there have such critical takes of it one minute and then are talking about it so positively the next and then critical the next on these YouTube videos. It's like, <laughs> yeah, pick a lane, dude. Yeah, pick yeah. a lane. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's take a break to hear from our sponsors. Race Deck is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. With over 35 years experience personalizing your suspension setups, Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel which drastically improve bottoming resistance and increased traction. Hey everyone, Don Moyetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel-related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at GuiltlessFoodCo.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world, period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. 
Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is 9 times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike I spend plenty of time cross training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross country bike, to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Everyone, welcome. You choose one? Yep. Everybody, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. Alex Ray had to vacate the premises. He has a CT scan on his wrist. Um, let's take a, a moment to give away a pair of ProTaper clamp-on grips. Um, last week, uh, as always, we ask you guys to... Uh, Comment on the SwapMotoLive.com website, the post for this podcast. Uh, if you want to enter to win a set of grips, we can give a set of grips or other ProTaper products away every single week. But uh, last week and this week, we're on grips. Who, who won last week, Chase? So first off, you guys are doing way better. A lot of, a lot of good comments on this one. But uh, Travis Engel. he said, uh, always assumed Benny swung for the other team. Congrats on moving in with the chick. <laughs> and we did too, so I like that one. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Okay, so uh, who is it, Travis? Travis, yes. Travis, all right. Travis will uh, get in contact on email. Again, if you want to win a set of Pro Taper Clamp-On Grips, which are awesome, they fit every bike, two-stroke and four-stroke cams included in the back, and, uh, again, the exclusive windowed core in the uh, left side allows grip to uh, flex a little bit in your hand. So, yeah. Uh, I personally recommend the half waffle light gray like this. They have a black one that looks like more durable, but you like the black yeah. one? See, we always disagree on everything. Congrats, Travis. You'll probably never win a bell helmet, but you got some grips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should give him one of Benny's bells. You should, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, uh, hey, Anton, you were there and you posted a meal and it looked bizarre, but I bet <laughs> it was delicious. But did you ever eat mushy peas, like I said? Yeah. Yeah, what's what's um, mushy peas? Dude, mushy peas, it's usually with fish and chips, but it's like mashed potatoes, but it's peas. That sounds bomb. But like, I don't yeah, like peas, peas but it was good in that form. Hmm. Uh, yeah, no, uh, everything I ate this weekend was really, really good. Um, <laughs> was it that the pie and the beer that I sent you on Thursday night? No, it was an egg and something. Oh, no, no. But there was peas on top, but it wasn't mushy peas. Uh, no, I didn't have any eggs. Um, oh, I thought it was an egg. I don't know. No, no, that was mashed potato and then a pie on top of it and then mushy peas. Yeah, it was good. That stuff yeah. was really good. Did I had a have... lot of uh, 2 a.m. kebabs. Those were delicious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was cool. The, the, the food markets go off until like 4 o'clock in the morning. What? Wow. Yeah. Did you, did you have spotted good. dick? Spotted dick? I did not. I did not. Huh? Yeah, last week at uh, Glen Helen, I asked Ollie Stone. I was like, oh, dude, Anton's there right now. I hope he gets mushy peas. And he goes, mushy peas are good. 
we were talking about everything, bangers and mash and all that. And I'm like, what's spotted dick? And he goes, I don't know. And so we looked it up. It's a dessert. What? Yeah, it's some sort of like something with raisins. So that's why it's spotted. I don't know. Where's, both, where's the dick part coming? I don't know. But we just figured spotted dick was something <laughs> that Aries suffered from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. You know, cost, but, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so last week, uh, Chase and I went to the Super Motocross. God, was that last Press week? Conference, that was last right? week. That was last Tuesday, right? Yeah. So uh, that was a pretty big event, I thought. Yeah. Pretty big event. They flew riders in for that. Um, you watched the broadcast, Anton. You, you saw, but uh, yeah. It seems like uh, a lot of the riders are bummed about <laughs> yeah. more races, but they're like, oh, but it's a lot of fucking money, right? And it's, you know... I would say most of the riders I talk to, I mean, they're not happy about the more races. They're more bummed about how damn long this coming year is going to be. I mean, they're starting Supercross prep now, and they're going to be racing till October next year. So mm-hmm. it's just going to be – and that translates into the year after because they're going to have no break and go right back into 24 prep. So mm-hmm. I think more of them are just like, oh, wow, like the next two years are going to be brutal. Yeah. But, um, so if this is the new uh, normal for our American Championship, does that eliminate Supercross-only contracts? Because manufacturers obviously want to win the whole thing. I don't think so, though. I'm not on board with it. I think we'll still see Supercross-only contracts. We're still going to see the top guys racing this playoff thing. I mean, there's no way they're going to turn away Eli this year if he doesn't yeah. race outdoors, right? So I don't know. I could see it maybe down the road, um, but I – as of these first couple of years, I don't see Supercross-only contracts disappearing at all. Yeah. I mean, we still had – Cooper Webb was there, and he was still – it still sounds like he's maybe not racing outdoors this year, right? Yeah. So. He said the decision lies with KTM. Right. On whether he races outdoors or not. Um, Which is interesting because we're seeing not only just riders asking for Supercross-only contracts, but also manufacturers offering that. Offering, I mean, we saw yeah. that last year with Marvin, too, mm-hmm. so – yeah, so Supercross only next year, we potentially have Cooper, mm-hmm. we have Eli, Marv. Marvin. Um, is there, I mean, we won't know yet, but I wonder if there's a possibility that uh, Roxon's replacement will have a Supercross only contract since Jet's jumping up to the 450. Mm. That's what I had heard, yeah. Yeah, so there's another guy. And then so. Justin Cooper's outdoor only. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, kind of strange. It's funny how, like, Marvin was there, and he wasn't even part of the press conference. <laughs> right. The KTM asked him to go. And... There was a lot. Like, all of PC was there, just yeah, hanging out. circuit guys. Yeah. So, so uh, just in BSing with guys, a few things I heard. Well, obviously, Anderson talked about, Jason Anderson talked about, and he and his wife were expecting. I couldn't believe you got that out of him. I don't yeah. I don't know. I, I, I gave him the option to say I don't, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, but uh, Austin Forkner is married already. Yeah. Austin and uh, uh, Riley. Riley, yes. Yeah, they went and got married at the courthouse. Um, what else do we hear? I heard something else. Um, oh, the Larry Brooks thing we saw. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, Christian was super happy and wouldn't stop talking about Wearing fox head to toe and oh, yeah. being on, being on the husky that he likes. He's stoked. It's funny because, you know, we did that comment. We did that 
checking in with with uh, Christian Craig and you know where he says the bike's amazing and everything and all the YouTube guys are of course he's gonna say it's amazing <laughs> you wouldn't say that your new factory team is shit yeah all this and that but well, no even like I had pulled him aside for a separate little interview and on the way to the camera I'm like so and he's like dude it is a lot better than I expected <laughs> so yeah. I mean he's he's genuinely happy you can tell though. I think the day after was the first day he rode Supercross, and he posted that thing of him going through the whoops. Yeah. Did you see <laughs> yeah. that, Anton? He posted a story of him ripping the whoops, and he wrote, at everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, we saw our first glance at Tom Vial yesterday, at Paula breaking in his, uh, his new bike. Dude, so I have a buddy, a close friend from high school who used to race quite a bit and is getting back into it. So his dad was out there again being full moto dad and, and taking lap times, right? It's Brian Morgan. Yeah. So he was out there doing lap times. Forkner and the PC guys were about 104s, 103s. Tom Vial was a 102 point something. Really? Yeah. You just got here. Yeah, just first got First time here. riding. I mean, obviously ride. it's outdoors, but still. Yeah, probably it's first time riding Fox Raceway. Yep, yep. It was pretty sick. Yeah. Pretty cool. Oh, I thought you were going to say that uh, Morgan's dad confused you. and. Oh, no, no, yeah. yeah. I saw that too, though. Oh, it's funny. I walked up. I went up to make sure it was Vial and uh, Richard Sterling's his wrench. And he's like, oh, we stole your number. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, though. Are you going to keep 128 on your bike this year? Yeah, I got it. That's yeah. for, it's like a, that's my cousin who passed birthday. So that's why that's my number. January twenty eighth. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, but yeah. it looks sick. I like I like seeing it on a on a factory guy. factory bikes and like pros every year. It's cool. Yeah. It's been a while too. I haven't seen it in a couple of years. Hmm. Uh what else? What else? Forkner was at Glen Helen and I didn't even know it was him. Oh, on Thursday, yeah. Number fifty five now? Yeah, the numbers are weird this year. I'm not used to a lot of them. Why was Ryder running 23? He didn't Probably get just 20. amateur. Oh. That's his amateur. Uh, yeah, because he's right? doing yeah Supercross Futures. That's right, yeah. He's not even racing Supercross this <laughs> year. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. wow. Okay. Dude, I thought Ryder looked the fastest of all the guys. Yeah, definitely on Thursday. On Thursday. He was for sure the fastest on Thursday, yeah. And uh, who else was there? Bose, Bose Plug? Yeah, um, Preston's. Hammaker was there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joe wasn't there. Not on Thursday, no. Yeah. But he was there yesterday? I don't think he was there yesterday. I think I think someone – yeah, I don't think it was him. Mm. It was another guy. Yeah. Huh. So uh, this weekend is Red Bull Straight Rhythm. We uh, we got solicited to help out a rider. Do you know about this, Anton? I do not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we just picked up our 2023 – Yamaha YZ252 stroke and uh, handed it over to our pal Nico Izzy. So, oh, okay, sick. So uh, Bill's Pipes put a pipe on it. He bought that MRXO2 gas, Pro Taper, contributed bars, sprockets, chain, whole shot device, backyard design made graphics, SDG made a seat cover. Our buddy John Anderson at WUSA contributed wheels. Which are going to go, well, this bike after Straight Rhythm, we get it back. Oh, Schmidt, Schmidt Performance is doing the suspension for mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. But uh, we get the bike back on Sunday. Mm-hmm. 
So it's going straight back to Schmidt to get put back to stock suspension. <laughs> um, I'm going to race stand the dirt on that bike. And then uh, I've agreed with uh, John Anderson at W. I'm going to take those wheels off whenever I see fit and ship them back to you for your bike, Anton. Oh, wow. Thank you, Don. So you, so yeah. you, get, you, get, you get cool W wheels with, uh, I think it's Han Hubs. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I was not expecting that because yeah. when I was thinking, when I was listening to Avery talk about how many chains he's changed out this year, I was like, still the stock chain on that bike. I don't think I've ever changed chain. <laughs> so that's pretty sick. I haven't ridden that bike one time this year. I haven't even started it. I've been so busy. That's not good. So, that's so, yeah, not good. so you no, should go riding and I'll go to France. Okay. That's fine. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. But, um, but yeah, that's, so anyway, so Izzy that, is, uh, Izzy's up at Mumford's place riding and practicing and you know i saw him last wednesday at uh lacr at the rob healy gofundme day and he's looks really lean and uh looks good so it's good to see him still on the straight and narrow after he came on and did our show and talked about his recovery and all that mm -hmm. so he's definitely got a core group of fans that are watching him because of that yeah adventure that he's on um but yeah dude i can't wait to see kenny on a yamaha I'm so anxious for this weekend. I can't wait to see. I cannot wait to smell and hear all those three hundreds. Oh my god! And three hundreds. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. You know what? Uh, the thing I miss the most, and you know, this is a fairy tale to you, but at the, <laughs> at the nationals on the parade lap, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone in the one twenty five class got like a new muffler for the first moto, mm -hmm. and so they'd be doing the parade lap, and you'd be out there as a photographer. And it would just smell amazing because you know when a brand new two-stroke muffler gets oh, yeah. broken in, it smells. Stuff, yeah. But it smells like fiberglass. Mm -hmm. But if you're sitting there and the light was just right, you just see fiberglass fibers. Oh, flakes flying stuff? through the yeah. air. I'd be all ah, oh, I put shirt over my mouth. Yeah. But that smell is amazing. So I don't think we'll get that at, at straight rhythm because people go down two at a time. But mm -hmm. dude, it's gonna be sick. Did you see the? The pictures of AP's bike, all white. Yeah. Oh, so sick. Yeah. So sick. AP's bike's going to be good. So who do we got this weekend? We got it's supposed Kenny, to be, Marvin, AP. It's Web 2 is supposed to be racing. Yeah. Um. Justin Hill, Hanny. Oh, Hanny on his new Husky. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot. I'm forgetting. I'm butchering it. Yeah. But is I feel like... When I had heard the whole lineup, there's going to be a lot more, like, top guys uh, than a couple years ago or whatever. So, mm -hmm. it'd be cool if we got Should everything come out this week? I don't, dude, like, I, I hope so. I still don't know. I still haven't gotten any information about the event. It was funny because <laughs> so. I, I was like, you know, we applied for our press credentials. Yeah. And I was like, oh, did I get that? And I was like looking for it to make sure and i couldn't f remember whose name wrote. so i was yeah. like in my inbox typing straight rhythm or red bull and yeah nothing came up so i texted jeremy mallet uh -huh. and i was like hey i think i applied for a press credential but i can't remember for sure who would the email have been from and he goes ha ha and then within 30 seconds i got a confirmation email yeah i got a confirmation and like but, the other day right and it said details to follow yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so, so i don't know I just don't know how they're going to have spectators. Do you think they're going to bring in grandstands? I imagine they'll have a couple sets of grandstands, yeah. Because it's built in the parking lot, right? Right. Is it a mile long again? I don't know. It can't be a mile long. I don't know. 
I'd be sick if they would have built it on the pier. <laughs> and then they could have just sent it at the end. Yeah, into the ocean? <laughs> yeah. Pastrana style. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see all the like people that are just going to the beach this weekend. And they're like, what the frick's going on over yeah. here? Is Barsha racing it? Yes, Barsha's racing it. They're... So, yeah, there's a good yeah. chunk of guys. No Cowie guys, I'm sure. Oh, that's the other thing. We got some news at uh, at the World Supercross thing. Pierce Brown jacked up. It's funny. All the riders are saying, oh, there's not a new bike coming. And then Pierce Brown was like, oh, we'll have it in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, no one will confirm. No one at Gas Gas will confirm that the factory edition is the new chassis and everything. But, yeah. But Pierce was like, oh, yeah, we got it. <laughs> And he signed for another two years. I'm stoked for him. Lots of lots of contract extensions this week. That's yeah. cool. And yeah, there's Styles rumors of deal. Styles new deal. Yeah. How about uh, Marvin Muscan to O'Neill? So did that come out today, Anton? Yeah, it's going to come out at 11. Yeah. So by the time this is up, it'll oh, be awesome. How do you, but how did you? Like I knew about it, obviously. But yeah, yeah. How did you hear about? I it? I was told. I just got an email, uh, text message of, "Hey, can you post this around such and such time?" Oh, oh, oh from O'Neill. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's going to be in it at the straight rhythm this weekend. Yep. It's funny how, um, like to me, so sometimes when I get a kid I'm really happy about, I'll like go into my room and I'll change into it, you know, real quick. <laughs> and I'll come out and be like, Mom, Dad, what do you think, right? And then I'm like, God, I'm so goofy. There's no way no one, anyone Marvin. does this. And then we carpooled with Marvin last week and he's like, yeah, look. And he shows us a picture of him oh. geared up in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. funny. Yeah, I think that's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so Marvin Straight Rhythm and O'Neill, that's going to be crazy, dude. Yeah. Uh, Tom Vial, I mean, he – dude, It's I'm kind of surprised. I had heard Alpine stars head to toe. So, And that was last week I heard that. So, but he's, but he's Thor. Th- he's Thor this year, yeah. It looks like Thor, A-Stars, uh, 100%. But, yeah. That's probably where Marvin's budget went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to see that 250 team this year. Dude, he's, cause he's so good and then you know max is just getting better and better mm-hmm. like that they could be a weapon yeah so uh Moseman got re-signed or he's still raising no he's did, still there he's got but, another year but now. like i had heard these rumors that he wasn't racing anymore michael yeah really yeah I f- I f- oh because he keeps hitting his head yeah oh, somebody geez. said this last one was a doozy and he's, well, he's not going to race anymore because he's going to get hurt but i talked to tyler keith yeah and he says, oh, no, he's racing. He's good. Okay. He's fine. Everything's good. Okay. So that's good to hear. It sounds like there's still a high possibility that there'll be a second, second 450 guy there. Yeah. So. Yeah, I talked to Keith Second 450 that. guy? Yep. Yeah. That's what, it heard. that's what I heard. That so. would that would make some sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right? He there's so many reluctant. dudes out there he, right now. Yeah. Yeah, I was questioning him about the obvious choice, and he seemed a little bit skeptical of it. Yeah. Which most obvious choice? Because there's a couple. Oh. <laughs> the one, the one that would uh, have to change, have to gear. change gear. Yeah. Oh yeah, I heard. I heard uh, the offers are out there. They're trying to go wherever. They're trying to find a team. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was there any news about that kind of stuff surfacing in uh, Cardiff? Um, a little bit. You know, like Ken and his people are. You know, working every where that they can but the big test was to see how he would do on that honda bike you mm-hmm. know like was this going to be the fix or what what was it going to be and him him saying that they could test different stuff and links and different fc stuff the bike just feels completely different mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I mean, honestly, I, I think every single person that was there from industry to fan to people watching, we all really only cared about seeing how Ken was going to do. Like we knew Eli was going to do what he was going to do. But yeah. Seeing how Kenny was going to come back and how feisty he was. And, and like, he was trying everything to do the quad, just kind of send it, you know, no thought about it. He looked good. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, so we, I we talked about this before stop up a bit. You said that, uh, cause I was like, well, could he just stay on firepower with your even mm-hmm. and prior to this race, you said that that wasn't really a, on the a table. Possibility. Um, yeah. It had been kind of like to think about it, that would be like a lofty thing. You know what I mean? Like no offense. Your one of my closest friends, but like your team is not a factory team, mm-hmm. you know? So like, would Ken make that decision to go down? And I think that there was a lot of people from a lot of different sides, like, well, will he or not? Are they going to wait and see is his calling, you know, is his number still high enough that he could still go get a factory ride? And I think this weekend answered a lot of questions both ways. Yeah, I'm sure that there's going to be some factory teams that are like, oh, wow, he's fast. He can put it down on a very good bike. You know, it's not a factory bike, but it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can run with Eli. But then I think also he saw how good your team runs and the people that are over there and what they're going to do. Um, you know, Davalos is over there helping out. He's the team manager. Mm-hmm. I'm very impressed by how much Martin is taking on. You know, I was watching him do pretty much everything in this last couple months even over the weekend just like plugging in ignitions and looking at computers and doing this martin has a really good outlook on everything right now so i think that if you got him and dean and if you know something could happen or ken could stay there and a big factory team doesn't pick him up who knows you know i think honestly i think every option is open for kenny right now um how next weekend in australia goes will be a big determining factor and Mm -hmm. then it's just two months of silence until Anaheim one of who's going to get picked up where. Um, I don't know. The, even with Hondeson and Troxel over, that was like, okay, so are they trying to keep, yeah. they gonna, is that is like, is he the mole to go see like how Ken's really doing? Who yeah. knows? You know, there was a lot of stuff like that this whole weekend. I even know that there were some people from the U S series that were there watching uh, incognito, nobody high, high up or anything like that. But like everybody was paying attention this weekend to see who's where right now and what's going to happen. Wow. So I like, where's Ken going to go? Honestly, I don't know. It seems like the the door just got kicked wide open again. Mm -hmm. What do you think uh, where he goes? What is he most, uh, loyal to is it Red Bull or is it Fox? I I see, it's crazy, because he's been with Red Bull forever and obviously the whole German thing. But I see him. The only team I could see him going to right now at this point would be Star Yamaha. Them making a spot for him, and so obviously he loses Red Bull there. But yeah, and Fox. No, you can say Fox. Oh, because he's four fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, we disagreed on already. What? Eli's kit this weekend was sick. I love seeing him in oh, red, yeah, and gray, yeah. red and gray. Because yeah. he's always in that white with red and blue stripes that I don't like. Yeah. But, like, did he wear that same gear in all the races, Michael? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That was badass. I didn't hate it. It just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was there any? I new... thought the the CDR Yamahas with that new Fox gear looked good with Hill and Clout and Chisholm and Tanti because the two fifty guys and the four fifty guys had different colors. Yeah. I thought their yeah. stuff looked good. Dude, like the flow green stuff on Yamaha looks so sick. 
Yeah. So cool. I thought Hill's gear, because it was that blue with the orange. Orange, yeah. It reminded me of Ernesto Fonseca on Yamaha of Troy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like the orange-blue combo. I don't know. It looked, the it looked, Rickler bikes were much better looking, too. Yeah, so yes. what happened? Summit. So That's kind of cool. What is Summit? It's like a, it's like Napa, I think. It's like a car. Auto parts? Auto parts. Yeah, mail order. Yeah. But it's all high performance stuff. It's not right. like, uh, yeah, it's high. Okay, they still, drag shit. they still had the rad and bad color combo, but yeah. but it, the first design or something, that like Starburst or yes. like super 90s looking stuff on it, right? Yeah. Yeah, th- those bikes look a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so we've got uh, Red Bull Straight Rhythm this week. And Anton, you get a weekend at home for once. Do you think we can get a re- refill of Red Bull this weekend for our Red Bull fridge? Yeah. <laughs> I think we just got to. Well, I would hope that we're going to get the park in an excellent spot because we're fielding a rider. So we can just carry That's some hopes. Cases over, yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening to the Pro Taper podcast. Pro Taper kicks our podcast. Be sure to comment on swapmotolive.com to uh, win this set of grips. And we will uh, talk to you next Monday after Straight Rhythm. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.
Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.